Welcome back to I Love You 3000 Minutes. I'm Brian. I'm Richard. And this is the podcast that traveled back in time endgame style to rewatch the entire Infinity Saga from Iron Man 1 to Spider-Man Far From Home. One marvelous minute at a time. This is minute 81 of Iron Man 1. And Mr. Richard, what happened in this minute? Rhodes continues trying to figure out what's happening. Uh, man, I already forgot most of the exact dialogue lines, but um, he's just saying... Like, They're saying that as a minimal radar imprint or pr- whatever shows up as very minimal. He asks if it's stealth. No, it's tiny. Possibly an unmanned aerial vehicle. And they he asks Rhodes, the other guy, the guy that returns an Iron Man to, do you know anything about this? And he's like, let me make a call. Mm-hmm. And then that's the rest of the minute. Right. Something else they were saying in the beginning, they asked... Oh, it just appeared out of nowhere, so these subtitles are wrong. He was asking what? It just appeared out of nowhere? And they were like... Yeah, there's a lot of subtitles that are... Nothing so much as, like, a completely different word <laughs> meaning. Mm-hmm. But, like, even here, when he says, uh, I'm going to the canyon where I'm about to jog, or it's funny how that works, huh? Is is not perfect. It's, right. There's a lot of mistakes. Right. I think they're just going... Whoever had the subtitles went literally by what the script said. The mm-hmm. original script before they improved stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, essentially, them putting all their heads together, they're not figuring out what they're dealing with. They know that it's small. They think that it's a man. No, they said that it was an unmanned aircraft. They think it must be an unmanned aircraft, right? Because it's so tiny. Maybe a drone. Mm -hmm. And since he's, like, in the special weapons division or, you know. Right. He should know. Why they called him. Yeah. If anyone would know, it would be him. Supposed to be. Got minimal radar cross-section. I'm guessing that means, like, whatever the minimum range that they're able to scan with their radar, or, or I don't know, maybe whatever the maximum range they're able to scan with their radar. It's kind of like if you took paint, that mm-hmm. old program, sure. that you could zoom in and just do one dot at a time. Mm-hmm. Like, a normal plane would take up a lot of dots, mm-hmm. and this would probably take up just a very few, it would look like a, maybe a pixelated dot, if you, if that metaphor makes any sense. Gotcha. Okay. okay. It's got a minimal footprint, is my understanding of that. Okay. Gotcha. Tiny. We think. So, anyways, Rhodes is just like, uh, I'm going to make a call because yeah. he does think Tony could know something about this too. And right now he's clueless. Yeah. Surreptitious timing. Yes. And so, Sergeant Clear a Hole. Yeah. I, I guess think that's just make in the a background. Line. Oh, okay. Yeah. Something significant to the scene. Mm-hmm. Just extra chatter around the area. Mm hmm. So, Tony gets a cell phone call in his suit, which is, like, for 2008, that's cool. You know, it's cute, you know? I mean, heck, we still don't have Google Glasses, really, as a viable thing. No, so not not for consumers, but um, there are there are actual companies that are using that and AR technology to try to advance. Yeah. yeah, I know they use it in, like, warehouses now, mostly, for Google Glass. But I mean, like, having hardware where the phone can patch in that's not just a Bluetooth in your car, mm-hmm. that's still cool today, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like to have it that advanced, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it better be I that have advanced. is like my desktop, my eight gig RAM desktop can make a FaceTime call, kind of mm-hmm. sometimes. Right, <laughs> right. And you know, it better be that advanced. This is from Tony Stark's brain. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, first Tony makes an alibi. He says. Uh, Colonel Rhodes says, what is that noise? And Tony just says, I'm driving with the top down. Like, what do you want? Good improv. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've, I've 
ha- that's happened to me before for real. It's, you know, very believable. And Rhodes says, hey, I need your help right now. And Tony says, funny how that works. Yeah. Referring to the time when uh, Tony approached Rhodes for something. And then Rhodes just kind of literally blew through everything that he had to say and was like, get your head straight because it's not straight right yeah. now. And, and for... Anyone who's following along in the minutes on uh, Instagram, this is one of the subtitles that's wrong. Funny how that works. Where it, it, it cut off a couple words where it's like, it's funny how that works, huh? Mm-hmm. That's the most, probably most minor incorrect. And also, Rhodes says, I need your help right now. The thing just says, I need your help now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Rhodes cuts to the chase. He just says, yeah, speaking of funny, a weapons evil just got blown up and so-and-so. I'm having trouble remembering everything right now. I just got done with work and my brain's a little wow. He basically just says you <clears throat> not only is he suspicious because he had just approached him, but also this shit went down like pretty close to where he was captured. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that also, oh, that that justifies how why Jensen is in that cave, because if it's a big organization around the whole country, mm-hmm. they're not going to be like, hey. We got you from this town. We're going to ship you across the country. Right. We're just going to be like, no, you're going to be here. Yep. Pretty close to your home. You're imprisoned here. Yeah. Yep. We, we're not going to transport you. Mm-hmm. And so Rhodes is still trying to give Tony the rundown of what's happening. And Tony says, uh, yep, that's a hotspot. Sounds like someone stepped in and did your job for you, blowing up that weapons depot. Yeah. Yeah. Rhodes is just like. And he's like, <sighs> while he's saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Rhodes is starting to maybe catch on to something. He's like. Why are you out of breath? And Tony says, I was just jogging. That's all. Uh, this will always be one of my favorite lines from exactly the first time, even that I saw it, because he could so easily be like, yeah, I was jogging and I just got in the car mm-hmm. and I'm driving away. But mm-hmm. instead he completely fucks up the lie. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he said he's out of breath because he's jogging. Mm-hmm. Or what? Or he could say he was. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, oh, I actually haven't jogged yet. I'm just somehow out of breath. Right. <laughs> Ro- Rhodes just immediately is like, I thought you were driving, not jogging. And Tony's just like, uh, I'm driving to the yeah. canyon where I jog. Yeah, that's another <laughs> messed up line where I'm going to jog, essentially, is another subtitle faux pas. Yeah, it's not perfect, yeah. right? <laughs> and Rhodes is just trying to, like, he's really suspecting him now, very quickly in the conversation. Yeah. There was a right way to... S- to cover himself up with that lie and there was a wrong way and he went with the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> and Rhodes asks him uh let's get the exact one. you sure you don't have any tech in that area I should know about and Tony just bold face lies nope <laughs> <laughs> and then it's they they spot him and this has been said a lot but in the beginning of this sentence which will be completed in the next minute it says whiplash and that's a Reference Easter egg to the Iron Man villain that's going to show up in Iron Man 2. But at this point, they're just calling one of the fighter jets Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Let me go through it now. Let's go through it. Yeah. One thing immediately I want to point out is that around 30 seconds, when he says, sorry, hello, even though Rhodes' face is up there, the computer not only readjusts where it is and how it's closer to his face or his eye for Uh him to see who's on the phone but it brightens it up to be like hey i got the info here i know you're a little distracted but (laughs) this will help and let's just see some more stuff from his heads up display 
It's not really a lot, just more graphics going around. The most important thing is Rhodes' face in there. Mm-hmm. Like, and the like rest a... of the scene, it's pretty easy on the CGI budget because it stays with Rhodes on his side of the phone call. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the on the other side, the opposite side of the screen from where Tony's looking at the interface with Rhodes, the call interface, that's like a radar or, or something or just like an air. Yeah, just I've, or no. some sort of altitude thing, like an altitude. It definitely has a few uh, ships on its radar, I think. Right. At 30 seconds near the top of the circle. Mm hmm. Right. And from our perspective, around the 11 and 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. points on the hand yeah and you know the way airline pilots have all the controls and everything on their screens it usually just seems like more information than anyone can process at once and so whenever they need it it has to be there yeah and it's just, and so their eye it just needs to be available and their eyes travel to it once in a while while monitoring well <clears throat> while monitoring everything and seems kind of similar to tony's case even though that's a little blurry you can't see all the information there and it's extra adjustable, like when Jarvis is like, all right, you're not getting the info you need. It's mm-hmm. a, a little more center. Still not blocking off his front view. It's not interrupting his line of sight, so he won't crash into anything. Mm-hmm. But do you know what kind of ring is on Rhodes's finger? On his ring finger? Because cool. he's not married, and it's there's actually two rings, one on each ring finger. The left one looks like some sort of, like, adornment from the military on his left hand, our right. Uh, on his right hand, I can't really see that. That looks teal or turquoise. Might be like a graduation ring. Could be. Can we kind of zoom in on it a little? Yeah, I can zoom in, but there's not extra, you know. Kind of looks like my mom's ring from West Point. Mm. That could be. We get closer shots at 37 seconds of his rings, but nothing substantial that would help us. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, if any military people recognize what those rings are or maybe they're not military at all, just see if you can uh, let us know. Yeah. Fancy watch. But yeah. Pre- it keeps up the energy in that room. And we're about to leave that room now. Obviously, to- some fun interactions between Tony and uh, Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're very snappy, but. In the next minute, we're about to go back to Tony for the majority of it. I already mentioned the Instagram at I love you 3000 minutes to follow along at the minutes. And if you want to make us eat more slices of New York style pizza with the bomb hot sauce on every single bite, just leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Takes three seconds to leave the rating. If you do leave the review, add your Instagram handle because we'll do a giveaway eventually. So if you're chosen, we'll be able to find you a lot easier. My name's Richard. Mine's Brian. You've got an army. We've got a podcast.